swag And welcome to another episode of the Sartorio and Geek Podcast by Webster Style, where we talk about bow ties, comic books, and everything in between. I'm your host, Webster Style, and one of the things you should know by listening to this podcast is that I am a humongous geek when it comes to comics and comic book related properties. Recently, DC Comics had a humongous fan event on the web entitled DC Fandom, where they featured a lot of world premieres of many exciting DC-related properties, including uh, new trailers for The Batman, The Snyder Cut, which I'm excited about, and The Suicide Squad, both the movie and the game. However, for me, the most exciting announcement was the return of comic books based on the world and characters from Milestone Media. Now, you've listened to this podcast before, you know that Milestone Media and the characters hold a special place in my heart. So you can only imagine the sound of glee that I let out when the rumors that I'd heard the week prior turned out to be true with that announcement. My favorite hero from the original line was Icon. Really, Icon is probably my favorite superhero, period. I felt that the book really had an excellent commentary on the times. With the announcement of a new Icon and Rocket series written by Reginald Hudlin and drawn by Dennis Cohen, I am very interested to see what sort of political and social commentary is displayed in the title considering the times that we live in. And one of the things about Icon is that you, in the original book, you dealt with things like teen pregnancy. You dealt with things like a black conservative. You dealt with things like police brutality. You saw all of those little social tidbits sprinkled in. And really, Icon was rocket story the book was about rocket everything was seen through rocket's eyes and in every respect so it was really her story and icon was just the sort of uh the mirage to get people into the book uh so to speak but i i love that book and i'm really interested to see how a new icon in 2020 can really encapsulate the world that we live in uh particularly the uh black conservative parts with us living in the world we, we do in the United States especially with how things can be very polarized politically when you say you're conservative or liberal or what have you and especially with the current president of the United States and how some some react to him on both sides of the, the fence it'll be very interesting to see how it's written um, going forward so I'm very excited about that one they also announced a static would return in the form of a digital first static shock series and also in the form of an original graphic novel written by Reginald Hudlin and drawn by Kyle, I'm assuming Kyle Baker. Now this is one of the things that I'm not surprised with Static because of the cartoon. Um, most people are familiar with Static when it comes to Milestone or Static Shock as many people refer to him uh, not necessarily realizing that his the t- character's name is Static. But in addition to this, the entire Milestone Media back catalog is going to be made available digitally. I think this is awesome. I One of the things that I've always uh, lamented about was the fact that Milestone in this digital age is not accessible to a lot of people. You really have to have back issues. They aren't uh, a lot of places that even really carry Milestone if you go do comic book shops. And the fact that you cannot purchase any of these digitally, they know trade paperbacks to be purchased um, in any bookstore you know these sort of things really limit 
individuals from really discovering milestone and for those of us that were there in the beginning and then have subsequently those that have found milestone over the years we are the few but it could be many if milestone media's back catalog was more widely available and i think this will really rectify it and and change the perception and also the love that milestone gets i think it would just really increase it exponentially going forward but probably the most exciting announcement for most was the fact that a static shock movie is in the works now i'm interested to see how this works uh warner brothers proper and the dc film division or whatever it's called they've kind of found their stride recently with the aquaman movies pretty good i still haven't seen joker i forget what else they've put out oh yeah wonder Woman was good too um, i'm not going to lie about that that was pretty good but we all know the debacle of the original version of a justice league which looks to be rectified with the snyder cut also with the suicide squad the original suicide squad movie was just a hot editorial mess so i am looking forward to see what sort of direction a static shock movies takes and i am very hopeful that with the part of the creative team behind it and the company behind it that it will be very faithful uh, to the ideals and principles of not just the comic but also the show as well because like i said most people are familiar with static static because of the static shock cartoon so you're going to have a lot of people who want to come to that looking for something that really has the look and feel if not look but at least the feel and the emotion of the cartoon series unlike myself who's going to be looking for it to be more of a comic book uh relevant story so i'm going to be curious to see and excited to see how they really balance those two perceptions of the character into a live action movie so all of this is going to start in february i believe if i remember correctly the static digital series is coming out first or maybe it's the original graphic novel but everything starts in february 21 so i'm excited to see uh what happens i'm excited for 2021 i think everybody's excited for 2021 after the 2020 we've all been having with the pandemic i i hope that things are a lot better with regards to that by that point in time but at least this is something a bright spot for us comic fans really look forward to but even with my excitement i i still have concerns milestone was very much a product of its time many of its titles contained social and political commentary that you never found with traditional superhero movies excuse me superhero titles at the time like i said before the original icon was a uh, book was a very well-known title for dealing with issues of teen pregnancy and other social issues and then you had uh blood syndicate which dealt with homosexuality and gender identity in the storyline those are just two that i remember because icon and blood syndicate were the two titles that i bought monthly i never got i like static i never got into static hardware i bought the first few issues and kind of tapered off but icon and blood syndicate were the ones i bought religiously up until the end so i'm a lot more familiar with a lot of their storylines and the social commentary that they did not send the others didn't but those are two i'm most familiar with so those are issues that really were not dealt with during that time you have to think with the 90s especially with homosexuality i the big thing was for characters to come out as being homosexual i think around the same period uh north star from alpha flight was revealed to be homosexual that was like big but he was revealed to be homosexual you didn't he didn't get married until the 2000s you know you didn't have real depictions of 
people in mainstream Marvel and DC comic books. And Milestone, you, I mean, you had people getting down. You had, like, genuine discussions about, you had one character, I forget the character's name, Masquerade, yes, uh, Shapeshifter. Shapeshifter is a man, but really is a woman, or maybe it's the other way around. I don't remember, it's been a long time. But there was that issue there of their own gender identity, their perception of themselves, and also how they wanted others to see, see them. You also had homosexuality and the questions and how that was looked upon uh within the group and you know this is a group that is a, a essentially a street gang and looking at one of their members as being a homosexual and how that really played upon the character and in the dynamics of the group you know there were real conversations that were had in the midst of these fantastic stories and that is something you didn't see then so I'm wondering now and I'm concerned that DC or whomever especially with the recent shakeups at DC especially with DC Comics being folded into this larger water media group which is now owned by AT&T and once you have all this consolidation of, of media you tend to get historically a pseudo censorship um, of what is said so I am concerned that the writers will not be able to have the free reign that they had back in the 90s with a lot of the issues that they broached then and the comic book landscape has changed you know then Image was just starting out and a lot of indies and now with companies like Image Comics you have more graphic subject matter more dealt subject matter that are interlaced within a lot of their comics even superhero comics deal with a lot of adult real world real life subject matter so I'm, I'm hoping that with this that my concerns are just concerns and won't come true um, especially if Milestone is going to be as high profile as I think that DC will push it uh, when it comes back out so I, I'm really hoping that the storytelling is as real natural and raw as it can be and as it was back in the day so all in all i am excited but more importantly i'm really curious to see how a blood syndicate will work in 2020 uh, i think that the perception of gangs in many respects especially with the political uh climate how gangs and, and whatnot have been uh framed in the past couple of years in addition to the stereotype of what a gang is who is in a gang i think that's changed somewhat since the early 90s so i am very curious to see how a blood syndicate would function in a 2020 dakota compared to our early 90s dakota so i'm excited about that as well as you can see blood syndicate really was one of my favorite books next to icon that was just it was such a great team book and i is one of those titles that within the milestone line it is very slept on because people talk about icon people talk about static people talk about rocket particularly because they've all been on the young justice show so they've constantly been in the media to some extent over the past few years but no one talks about hardware no one talks about zombie which i really loved as well or even the shadow cabin and the characters there but blood cynic is one of those books that i think was is just so unique uh, compared to a lot of stuff that was out in the 90s and even a lot of stuff that's out today I'm excited to see how it will work in a 2020 landscape so what do you think about Milestone being resurrected from the dead drop me a note at info at WebsterStyleMagazine.com I'm going to take a break we're looking to listen to a word from our sponsor and I'll be back with our fragrance of the week 
And we're back. One of the great things about social media is the ability to connect with others, specifically those others that have similar interests and passions to what you have. And particularly with the fragrance community, it's been a wonderful learning experience of connecting with others and learning about new fragrances that I wouldn't necessarily have experienced or even thought of checking out. Joe, who goes by the handle of Since Small Town on Instagram, who you heard on episode number two of the podcast, was so gracious enough to send me a few samples for me to try out and test and review. One of those samples was Reflection Man by Ambrage. It is a woody floral musk fragrance. It is noted by top notes of rosemary, pink pepper, and pedigrain, middle notes of orris roots, jasmine, neroli, and yang-yang, and base notes of sandalwood, patchouli, vetiver, and cedar. I have to say this one was one of those fragrances where it was love at first sniff. It is such a masculine but not like super duper like I'm a man fragrance. It is very much when I think of, of cologne, it it is what you would think of when you come when you think of the definition of a man's cologne. I, I really love the, the spicy kind of notes in the opening. Um, the Osiris and the Jasmine Neroli and the Yangling. It's really great. You don't really get a lot of floral, but it, it's there kind of under the surface. And especially with the base notes of sandalwood, patchouli, vetiver, and cedar, you get the kind of little grassiness of the, of the vetiver, but you really get the savory of the patchouli and the wittiness of the cedar. It's almost... Um, in my opinion, kind of an earthy, incense sort of fragrance, at least on me. And I, I really, really uh, loved it a lot. However, when I looked it up to realize that a 100ml bottle will cost you anywhere from $280 and upwards, it's one of those ones where I'm going to be destined, and probably most of us are going to be destined, to simply get a sample. And I believe this sample originally came from Scentbird, so for about $15.99. And again, this is not an ad. This is just some place you can get it on a cheap to try it out. It was a very good it's a very good value for $15.99 to get that 10 ml sprayer compared to, you know, purchasing a whole 100 ml bottle for $280. I think that you have an opportunity to try out. You should. It is definitely one of those fragrances that will make a very good impression for most of those that are listening today. In closing out on Reflection Man, this has been another episode of the Sartorial and Geek podcast by Webster Style, where we talk about bow ties, comic books, and everything in between. Feel free to find us on the interwebs. On Instagram, you can find us at Webster Style and at Sartorial and Geek. And you can always find us, find us on Twitter at Webster Style. Email us at info at WebsterStyleMagazine.com. Visit the website, WebsterStyleMagazine.com, WebsterStyle.com, or SartorialGeek.com. Thank you again for joining us. Until next time, stay safe and be blessed. On the floor, pal, and no one girl should fit it all in them jeans. So take it up and let me see what's under them scenes. Oh, you want to? Oh, I completely read that wrong. <laughs>